At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. What a fun day and night we had. In Major League Baseball, lots of day games, getaway day across the league, some fun hockey scores as the regular season winds down, and the NBA playoffs front and center. We saw a 25-point comeback. We also saw a free-throw shooting contest. But ultimately, we saw the Grizzlies go up two games to one. The Mavericks, without Luka Doncic, go up two games to one. And the Warriors take a three games to none commanding series lead. The action got started in Minnesota with the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves got out to a fast start. 39-21 after the first quarter. The Grizzlies got a little bit back in the second uh, quarter. But then with about two and change left in the third quarter, the Timberwolves had a 25-point lead. They were, they were up 26 at one point, but 25-point lead with a little under three minutes left in the, for, in the third quarter. In the final 15 minutes of the game, we're talking about those final couple of minutes combined with 
the uh, fourth quarter, the Grizzlies, and I tweeted this out, outscored the Timberwolves 50 to 16. And they go from down 25 points to winning the game by nine. 104-95, winning, covering, taking a two games to one series lead. Unbelievable performance. Desmond Bain had 26 points. John Morant only 16, but he had a triple-double. 10 boards and 10 assists. Jaron Jackson Jr. with a couple of blocks uh, in the fourth quarter. And Brandon Clark from uh, Gonzaga with 20 points off the bench as this was just an an all-out comeback, an incredible effort. I mean, Minnesota went periods of time without making a shot, and and the Grizz just kept firing and kept making and kept, you know, creating opportunities for themselves to get out and transition. And, well, that's how, uh, you know, they they had a 15-0 run to end the first half, which got them back in the game. But then, like I said, I mean, even in the third quarter, this was a 25-point lead for the Timberwolves. This is an epic collapse. It's an incredible comeback, but this is worse than the Brooklyn Nets losing a 17-point lead to the Boston Celtics in a game in which Kyrie and, and Durant were terrible. But this was, man... The run going into from the, the third quarter going into the fourth quarter was incredible. And for the Timberwolves now, I I don't know how you pick yourself off the deck here and come back and win game four and even up this series. I mean, that is so disheartening to have that lead, to allow your opponent to go on, I think it was a 21-0 run. In the fourth quarter, they got outscored 37 to 12 in the fourth quarter. That's embarrassing. And I don't know how you pick yourself up, like I said, to get back on sat on uh when's that game? On Saturday night. I think that was the knockout blow in this series. Elsewhere here on Thursday, the Mavericks without Luca once again. Get 31 points from Jalen Brunson. They they take a first quarter lead, then a halftime lead. Then they give a little bit back in the third quarter, and they finish out the game strong, winning 126-118. They take a two games to one series lead, and they're not losing the series. And we had talked about this, like the opportunity to buy in on the Mavericks prior to this game. Because of the potential of Luka returning. That if you thought they could stay afloat, that they could win a couple of games, maybe just win two, and maybe this is the only two. But all I wanted to see from this team was win, you know, get the split in both Dallas and in Utah, return back home, with the series tied at two, and you get Luka back, and it's a three-game series with two of those games on your home floor. And they have accomplished that already. 
Now they have an opportunity to take a three games to one lead and return home. But what they just did here was follow the plan. And they could afford now to sit Luka for another game. They don't have to rush him back. Because even if they lose, they are still in a great spot with two of the final three games in Dallas. Warriors Nuggets. It's the whole zigzag and desperate team down 2-0, right? That's what, that's what it is, right? The 0-2 teams playing at home in game three, bet them in the first half. It's like a blind bet, right? 33-10 since 2015-2016. It happened the other night, last night, with the Toronto Raptors having a lead at the end of the first half. I didn't buy it tonight. Warriors were two and a half point favorites for the game. They were one point dogs in the first half. Didn't buy it. Not when I got the better team. I can understand it if the teams are close. These teams aren't close. And Curry was going to play more minutes tonight. Steve Kerr let everyone know that. Warriors come out. They go into the locker room with, uh, what was it, a 10-point lead, I believe? And then third quarter was all Denver, so give them credit. And then the fourth quarter was a battle until the end. Couple of key threes turned into a free throw shooting contest. I mean, I tweeted out, the game was so unwatchable in that fourth quarter at times. There was a foul called on every single possession. It was terrible. At one point, Kevin Harlan was telling the audience that The Nuggets had, it was like 18 or 20 points in the quarter, and they only had three field goals. Everything else was from the free throw line. But when it came down to it, Warriors made the shots and the plays and the stops that they needed to pick up the victory and cover, 118-113, and now this series is over. They are up three games to none. If they wanted to, they could give Steph Curry the game off in game four. I'm sure they're not going to, and he's going to play. And, you know, you close out a team when you have an opportunity to close out a team. This could wind up being a gentleman sweep, though, where the uh, team with home court advantage wins the first three games. And then game four, they they let the uh, home team win a game, you know in front of their home fans, gives everybody a chance to, you know, see their team be, have, have success, get a victory, send the crowd home happy, thank them for coming out all season. Then when the series goes back to the team with the home court advantage, like in this case, the Warriors, they win it in game five. Four games to one. It's like a sweep, but it's uh, you're doing something nice for the other team, being polite, letting them get a win on their home floor. The gentleman's sweep. Uh, I think that's very possible. It could happen here. It's a quick turnaround. The game is on, um, when's the game? Is it Saturday or Sunday? So the game's on Sunday. So it's actually, you do have an extra day of rest. And I worry about coming back after the game, you know, with altitude, all that stuff. So, hey, playing with a 3-0 lead, though, you do have that cushion. The Warriors can't afford to lose that game. I would not be surprised And I'm going to see if we have a lineup already. I would not be surprised 
If uh, it's not up yet, Warriors are going to be a small favorite. I was going to say that I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Denver is actually a, a favorite or if that game is very close to a pick And Denver will be favored in the first half. But, there's, yeah, I can see a situation where Denver wins that game. I'm, I might want to stay away from it. We will see. But I'll tell you what we, we uh, are definitely sure of. At least I am. Golden State Warriors are going to the NBA Finals. This team is so good. And I've said it on various appearances and, and interviews and whatnot. I don't, and I said it on, 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 I think it was when I hosted the nightcap last night, maybe with uh, Sean King, that the NBA regular season is meaningless. And no one understands that more than the veteran players on the Warriors that have been there, done that. And so, yeah, you cruise through the regular season, you figure out your rotations, you get comfortable playing with the different pieces here and there. But they have flipped a switch here in the playoffs that is scary. And Jordan Poole has emerged as the X factor. The reason why they're having this success. Going into the playoffs, I thought it was Phoenix. Even without the Devin Booker injury, seeing the way Golden State looked in the first two games, I was switching. But now with the Booker injury, and with the way the Warriors have looked through three games, they ain't losing. Not until they get to the NBA Finals, at least. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. 
Visit Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Sattenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Grizzlies take a two games to one series lead over the Timberwolves. Mavericks take a 2-1 lead over the Jazz, winning on the road as well. And the Warriors win on the road. So all three road teams win. Uh, two favorites win. One underdog wins. Uh, as the Warriors win 118-113, they take a three games to none series lead. Coming up on Friday, here's your schedule. Three more games. It is the Miami Heat at the Atlanta Hawks. Miami with a two games to none lead in this series. So, naturally, you would think that the Hawks would be the team coming out playing with desperation. Uh, The Heat are a one-point favorite for the game. The Hawks, however are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the first half. Do you blindly bet this? I don't think the answer is yes. It, it covered in Toronto. It did not cover in the game that we saw today between Golden State and Denver. So will it cover in the Heat Hawks? I don't know. I think Miami's just too good, to be honest with you. Miami's look great. Now, I know the Hawks are better at home, and I would expect them to be better. Miami, though, 115-91 in game one, 115-105 in game two. Are the Hawks going to get to 100 points here? Are the Hawks going to get to 110 I don't know if I see the Hawks winning this game. But I think it's so interesting that you have a team that is a one-point dog for the game, but a a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the first half. And I think because of this adjustment by the books, the value has been sucked out of this bet. And I almost think you are better off taking the point-and-a-half with the Miami Heat. Because now you're getting a one-point cushion if they're trailing, and you get the push to win also. Whereas you need the Atlanta Hawks to go into the half with a two-point lead. The move here is Miami in the first half. Take advantage of this overcorrection in the market and the values on the Miami Heat in the first half. Bucks will take on the Bulls in Chicago. That series surprisingly tied at a game apiece. Uh, uh, Milwaukee is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the game. And they are a two-point favorite in the first half. So there's no situation here of the desperation team that is down uh, two games to none playing at home. It would have been. It almost was. Uh, but the Bulls were an incredible game against the Bucks, And now uh, they are home in front of their crowd. And I honestly would be on Milwaukee. But I think this Chris Middleton injury is huge. I really do. And without him, I I honestly don't know how they're going to. I don't know what their, I don't know what the outcome is here. Um, The Bucs without Chris Middleton this season, let's see, are seven and nine without him this season. The Bucks' offensive efficiency, offensive without 
Chris Middleton, if I spell it correctly. Uh, let's see. Because I'll tell you exactly what, it, what he is to this team. So the Bucks efficiencies with and without Chris Middleton, it's going to take a hit. It's absolutely going to take a hit. We know I said they're 7-9 and nine without him this season. And then just taking a look at his value to the team with and without him, he it decreases by a couple of points both ways. Offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. I'd be real concerned backing the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, there is the history, right, that, you know, they dominate. They dominate this Bulls team. But, man, I just, I just, I think the loss is huge. Um, with, without Middleton, with Giannis and Holiday on the floor, seven times, seven games they played, Giannis averaged 26.6 points per game, 48.9% shooting from the field. That is a drop down from 29.9 points per game and 55.3% shooting from the field with Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday's numbers dropped also from 16.7 points per game on 47% shooting. They dropped down from 18.3 and 50.1. So you see that both the other two players of this Bucks big three see their numbers suffer without Chris Middleton on the floor. Again, I'd be really nervous. I'd be really nervous without Chris Middleton. Bucks had an offensive rating of 112.9 without Middleton this season. And had a 116.6 with him. So we're talking about a four-point offensive difference. And defense, so it's four points. Defense, 112.1 with and without defense, 142. This is a six-point difference. Four points offensively, two points defensively. This guy creates a six-point rating difference. That's big. And now you're seeing the spread as the Bucks minus two and a half in Chicago, which means that if this game was in Milwaukee, what the spread, because you got to figure home court in the playoffs is worth, it's got to be worth a little bit more, maybe two. So you're making the Bucks four and a half, five and a half. You're making the Bucks six and a half point favorites or five and a half point favorites, let's say, to be conservative if this game was in Milwaukee. Without Chris Middleton, I don't. I, I, mean, I know they were so they were ten point favorites with Chris Middleton in games one and two, right? So they're ten point favorites with him. 
and they're saying that they would be, I guess, six-and-a-half-point favorites without him. So it's a three-and-a-half-point drop-off. Is that enough for Middleton? If you just look at the offensive-defensive rating, it's closer to six, maybe not three-and-a-half. I think I'm talking myself into betting the Bulls. Anyway. Let's move on. We'll have plenty uh, to, to, to talk about that game. Uh, Suns-Pelicans. Phoenix, one-and-a-half-point favorites in New Orleans. Game three, no Devin Booker. In fact, Devin Booker's going to be out a while. I think if there's one game, and I said this with Luka being out, which is why I really liked the Mavericks in game one of the series. Because I feel like in the first game without the star player, the rest of the team can can pick up the slack. The rest of the team can rally around each other. I think his absence will be felt the more they progress through this series and eventually through the playoffs. Because there's only so much Chris Paul can do at his age. Um, he can certainly dominate and, and, and play lights out and have all the energy in the world here in game three. But with just one day in between games three and game four, how does he come back on Sunday in game four after exerting all of that energy and all that intensity to pick up the slack without Devin Booker in game three? So I think the Suns will be fine in game three. I'm concerned about them in game four. We'll continue the NBA playoff conversation coming up next. James Alvarino will join me here on the show. You can follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only, terms and conditions, and other eligible and restricted supplies. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Joined now by James Alberino. You follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. And James, uh, exciting night in the NBA. Let's start with the comeback that was from the Memphis Grizzlies, down 25 points. With a little under three minutes to go in the third quarter, they outscore the Timberwolves 50-16 to in the final 15 minutes of that game. What impressed you the most about that comeback? I mean, just how quickly they did it. It was, you go from the last couple of minutes of the third quarter, down double digits, and then the first couple of minutes of the fourth quarter, they have the lead. Um, you know, the Wolves have had turnover issues this year and 
the Grizzlies, just the way that they sped up that game because they they had no business being in that game. The energy level from the Grizzlies was off. The fact that they were able to generate that type of energy when really nothing else was going right swung the whole series. How do you think now this translates to game four? Well, it's a, a tough turnaround. If you're in Minnesota, you could really tighten up and you know, your back's against the wall in this game pretty much. Um, I don't think the the Wolves will lay down. I think you will get a punch back from them. The thing with them is, do they do it for a full 48 minutes? Memphis is more consistent than the Wolves are. Um, you know, generally speaking, over the course of the year, Memphis as a whole was, was a lot more consistent. So over the course of this series, can the Wolves sustain a really good effort for, for the, the entire game. And when they need to, I, I think that's where the Grizzlies have the edge and they showed that tonight. Yeah. I'm seeing the Grizzlies same line, two and a half point favorites against Minnesota in game four and uh, no uh, halftime line yet, but we've noticed James. I mean, the teams that are playing with desperation, like the O2 home teams, the first half lines have just been ridiculous. Um, we saw it with Toronto. They were underdogs for the game, favorites for the first half. Now, they wound up covering in the first half. It was a similar situation here in Denver, but the Nuggets do not cover in the first half. And uh, we got a, a situation in Miami, Atlanta tomorrow, where the Heat are a one-point favorite for the game, but the Hawks are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the first half. What do you make of the book's adjustment here with the 0-2 home teams playing with desperation? Well, this has been going on for years where the half line for these teams down 0-2 is very, very expensive. Um, it's a proper adjustment. I think game by game you have to wait which teams specifically are better half uh, first half teams. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the Nuggets were, was a good spot. I do think Atlanta is a pretty good spot for tomorrow in the first half. Um, I, I still see the Heat probably winning this game. I don't know if I'll bet it. This isn't, this isn't something I have money on yet, but Atlanta is very, very good at home. Atlanta was shooting the ball well at the end of that game with Bogdanovich. Collins played well. Hunter played well. So they have something to build off of that game, even though the Heat won by double digits. A lot of it was Jimmy Butler going off. Yeah. If Jimmy Butler, if Jimmy Butler has 30 points and not 45, Atlanta wins that game. So, um, I think Atlanta is in a pretty good spot. They have reasons to feel confident. That's probably a good one on the first half line. And uh, we see it on Saturday. The Nets are three-and-a-half-point favorites for the game against the Celtics, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites in the first half against the Celtics. Um, You know, just taking a look at the way that that series has gone, Brooklyn blowing a 17-point lead in Game 2. Would you expect them to bounce back in Game 3? I do. It's absolutely do or die, and... They started off very well in game two, so no reason to think that they can't do it for game three. That's an expensive first half line, though, to make it minus three and a half. I don't love that number. I'd look maybe more towards the first quarter where the Nets have been very, very good, especially at home. Um, Yeah, down 2-0, and KD, just his confidence in his shot was way, way down as that game went on yesterday and can keep him down for three games in a row. He's not going to have a clean game. He's going to have 
tough time getting off shots, but he should have a better game, obviously. So, um, lean to the Nets, but this is a tough series. Have you thought about Kyrie Irving and his fasting during Ramadan and how it affected his game two performance, possibly, in the quick turnaround from game one? Yeah, I mean, now watching the way that he played yesterday, it's hard to not, in hindsight, think that that's a factor. Um, I don't know how you play a 48-minute NBA game, playoff game intensity, at the same level of energy um, with a lack of nutrition in, mm-hmm. in you. It's, you know, religious purposes, but boil it down to the facts. Um, how do you play a game with zero calories in you for the day? I think, the, I think obviously, Marcus Smart and the Celtics defense were great, but um, – you tell me that had nothing to do with his performance yesterday, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, he was so good in game one and just so opposite of that in game two. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, they take a three games to none lead over Denver. Uh, we can acknowledge that this series is over now, but when you watch the Warriors, these first three games of the playoffs, have you changed your opinion on them and the chances that they have to win an NBA title this year. Yeah, because Jordan Poole is playing at the Steph Curry level in the playoffs, and Steph Curry is fully back from he's, he's fully 100% shooting well. And Clay Thompson, if you look at Clay Thompson three weeks ago and Clay Thompson now, it's two different players. The spring in his game, his jump shot is way more consistent. So. They're playing like a championship team. They're, they're going to be really, really tough out. And I'm hoping we see the Suns and Warriors. If, if we get the Suns and Warriors when Booker's back, that's going to be an incredible series. What do you think about this game four coming up? Do you think the Nuggets show uh, a fight, maybe win this game, and then send it back to San Francisco where the Warriors close it out? Or do you think the Warriors end this thing and it ends in a sweep? Uh, both happen. Nuggets show a fight and the Warriors sweep them because that's what the Nuggets did tonight. The, the Nuggets did show fight. The Nuggets had a lot of integrity. It showed a lot of integrity and pride in that game, and they still lost. Michael Malone said it best. The Nuggets have to play as close to perfect as possible for them to win this game, and that was true. They played from the start of the third quarter till about four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They played in a really, really good level, consistent shots, clean game, making all their free throws. And then they had a two and a, two or three minute lapse towards the end of the game. And that's what opened the door for Golden State to finish it off. So Golden State didn't play a good second half at all. And they still were able to win this game. Uh, it really comes down to do the Warriors take their foot off the gas. And it'll probably be slim margins. But I think just like last year when the Nuggets played the Suns and it was game four in Denver, down 3-0, they got swept. Similar situation here with the Warriors. How impressed are you by the Mavericks, the way that they're playing without Luka? Uh, extremely impressed. They're a very good defensive team. Um, surprised, no, because they have been good on defense, and Spencer Dinwiddie's a really, really good player when he gets opportunities, as is Jalen Brunson. And the Jazz just cannot be trusted. Lane points, do or die, whatever it is, you can't bet the Jets going forward at this point. It's either got to be the Mavs or you pass on the game, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and and I think they, they set out, this was the plan. 
the plan was to get a split in both locations. And then you could bring Luka back for the final three games of this series where you have two of them in Dallas. I just don't see how Dallas loses this series. And I know it's easy to say that up two games to one, but even if they drop game four and it's 2-2 going back to Dallas for game five, I don't see Dallas losing this series. I don't, I don't see it either. Unless Dinwiddie or Brunson, something injury-related happens to one of the two of them. I, I, if both of those stay healthy, even if Luka has a setback, if Luka doesn't come back in this series, the Mavs are a better team right now. The Jazz has had problems all season long. They've blown double-digit leads. Chemistry's not there. Defense isn't there. They're just littered with red flags. It's amazing. You could have gotten the Mavericks at such a good plus money value in this series. Uh, the way that they're playing is just so great. Uh, James, hang with me for another segment. I want to run through the board with you real quick and get your leans on what we have coming up on Friday and then the weekend, okay? You got it. He's James Alberino. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is all in for the draft the next week, right here in fabulous Las Vegas. We have a special draft preview show this Sunday at 6 p.m. Tim Murray and Sean King will break down all the first round prospects and props. Expert guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and Mike Golick Jr. VSIN's draft preview special is this Sunday at 6 p.m. exclusively on VSIN. Don't forget to download our NFL draft betting guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. Go to vsin.com slash draft for more information. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN. Rejoined now by 
good friend of the program, handicapper James Alberino. You follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. And James, I wanted to run through the board here with you, starting with the Friday games and then going into the weekend. Uh, we touched briefly upon the Heat and the Hawks. Miami laying one for the game. Atlanta, a point and a half favorite for the first half. Do you like the Heat to make this a 3-0 series or Atlanta to take game one in Atlanta, making it two games to one? I think the Heat can go up 3-0 because they're not the type of team to be complacent, and they've already showed in the first two games that they have advantages. That said, I, I wouldn't bet it. I think there's too tight of margins on either side if you bet this game. I think it'll be a close game in the fourth, and it'll be kind of coin flippy. If you play this, I think the way to play it is Atlanta either in the first half or the first quarter, or my I'm leaning towards the under in this game, 221 and a half. It, it ended at 220 in game two. That was with Jimmy Butler scoring 45. Atlanta is going to raise their level of intensity on defense, and the Heat always bring their defense. So I, I could see this game slowing down in the second half. The Bucks will take on the Bulls without Chris Middleton. You know, I was looking at how they played without Middleton, James, and their offensive rating goes down. The defensive rating suffers as well. It's about a six-point difference uh, both ways combined. Um, yet the line is, I would say, adjusted maybe only three-and-a-half points uh, because Milwaukee's a two-and-a-half-point favorite here on the road. Is there value on the Bulls, or do you like Milwaukee even without the Middleton injury? Yeah, there's only one day in between game two and game three, which doesn't do Milwaukee any favors adjusting with Middleton. Um, The Bulls, at the very least, look, it's a tall order for them to still win this game. At the very least, though, they're coming in with a lot of confidence. That game two yesterday, their defense has been sharp both games. Caruso, who has been one of the Bulls' best defenders, has been guarding Middleton the entire series. Now, that that gives Billy Donovan the ability to put Caruso on through Holiday, maybe maybe switch him off a little bit, and and it, it does shrink Milwaukee's offense. Um, Milwaukee got a big contribution from Wesley Matthews in Game Two, a guy who's not a big contributor offensively. And if he doesn't replicate that on the road, you know, you're going to get Giannis to dominate. That's a given. Uh, Brooke Lopez will, will probably have a big game, and Bobby Portis will chip in. It's, I think it, it, it hurts a guy like Drew Holiday because you could give him more attention, and of the two guys, Holiday or Giannis, you're more likely to limit Holiday. The Bucks still come away with the victory in this series, though? I, I think the Bucks do, but it's, it's going to be very, very interesting now because the, the Bulls have new life. I think this game tomorrow is going to be very interesting. I think it'll be very close. I don't know if I'll play the side. I do like the under in this game, uh, 222 and a half. It went on. It barely went under in game three, but uh, in game two in Milwaukee. But this game, I, I could see defense really taking over and the Bulls doing a really, really good job making it difficult for Milwaukee in the half court. Suns at the Pelicans. Phoenix laying a point and a half. Devin Booker, they obviously get the news. He is out for much longer than they had hoped. Uh, New Orleans taking game two. They're obviously going to play with confidence here at home in game three. What do you think happens? I like the Suns a lot in this game. And I thought the line would 
open higher, even without Booker. Two days of prep and to sit on Devin Booker's injury for the Suns, I think you get a really, really strong defensive game from them. They'll be locked in. They've had a lot of games this year where they had to play without some key guys, and they handled it very well. And Look, the Pelicans are a good team. The Pelicans winning that game, game two, was no fluke. They're competitive. They have good pieces. They're good defensively. They have a good bench. But there's a tricky spot. New Orleans hasn't won a playoff game in years. And they won a big, big fourth quarter game. Had a comeback in that game. And now there's a lot of excitement for this game at home. I can see the sun starting strong and quieting the crowd. And this is a game where veterans take over. Um, you got to bet this soon. It should go up tomorrow as the day goes on. Now, my handicap on this whole Booker situation is that it's not going to hurt them uh, right now. I think it will hurt them as the series progresses. With the quick turnaround between games three and game four, I just don't know if Chris Paul specifically will be able to maintain the intensity level that it might take for them to win in game three. Now, I'll change my mind if they win in a blowout in game three and it doesn't you know obviously there's plenty of time to sit on the bench and relax but if this game comes down to the wire here in game three and you get a max effort from chris paul i just don't know if he can do it again in game two does that make any sense um possible i i just i i think you're i think you got to take into account the Suns rotation, a guy like campaign who has stepped up numerous times when Chris Paul was out. And when Devin Booker was out, uh-huh. he raises his game. Like a guy like Cam Johnson raises his game, uh, Mikhail bridges. Uh, so I don't know if you necessarily need Chris Paul to play next, next level. If you're getting those offensive contributions from those other guys and the Suns play really good defense, I don't know if you, you need him to be all all pro. We talked briefly about the Nets and the Celtics in this game three. Is there any value to betting the Nets plus 280 to win this series being down 0-2? I don't think so because I don't think they're the better team. Hmm. Um, I don't um, value. I thought it would be higher, I to be would, honest with you. I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be north of plus three hundred at least. No, no. Um, and just automatically, if you're if you're asking if there's value on the net, no, there's no value. Just even just almost blindly, there's no value on the Nets because Nets have been overpriced in every market the entire season. So, no, I just I just. I don't think it's a good route to bet in this series if you're looking to play the Nets in some capacity. The Celtics are the favorite to win the Eastern Conference right now, followed by the Miami Heat, then the Milwaukee Bucks, then the Philadelphia 76ers. Where would you lean at these current odds today? Well, you know, I've been high on the Heat the entire season. I've got them sticking in from months ago, but the Celtics are really, really good. As a basketball fan i want to see the celtics heat i would say those i mean those are the two best tickets look if you're betting 
you're betting futures this late, you know, can, can I get on here and say, oh, you're getting value on the Celtics and Heat? No, the the numbers shoot up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think the Celtics, the Celtics and Heat are in the two best positions to to win the East, though, because obviously with Middleton hurt and Celtics defense is just really, really good. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy into a Nets comeback narrative. This roster was put together seven weeks ago, right after the deadline. This is a tall, tall order. So, um, yeah, Celtics and Heat, I hope we get that. That would be an incredible series. That would be such a great series. I was talking with Sean King last night. Like, imagine if the Nets never traded for James Harden and, like, what this roster could have looked like. Like, how good they would have looked. Jared Allen and Karis LeVert on this team. With with Kyrie Irving and KD, like I mean, they they totally did not need to make that trade. Uh, but James, I appreciate the time and the conversation. Stay hot, keep it rolling. We'll be following along on Twitter as well. Absolutely, bud. Talk later. Thanks. There he is. Follow James on Twitter at Spread Investor. Uh, James Alberino does a tremendous job handicapping, especially the NBA. And yeah, Sean and I we talked about it last night. I mean, they did not make that James Harden trade. You know, we're talking. Jared Allen, who developed into an incredible rim defender. Uh, we're talking Karis LeVert, who is an extra scorer and provides length. Um, obviously, the Joe Harris injury was huge. Um, so not having him for this entire season has really been a big blow to them. But, man, it's a lot of what-ifs with this Brooklyn Nets team. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.